Number one, the launch phase. The launch. Oh, my gosh. What can I say about the launch? It is the most difficult part. It's the most challenging part of your experience in this industry. It's because if you watch a rocket launch, 90% of that rocket's fuel is expended in the first phase, that launch phase. It's got to thrust through the atmosphere. It's got to thrust through gravity to get that to get that rocket into its orbit phase. And so that gravity, I, I compare it to your family. Your friends who call you crazy for trying to do that pyramid thing, that little get rich quick scheme. Oh Mike, you're doing another one of those those little those little get rich quick businesses. And you want to talk to them about it because you're convinced about it. You're convicted about it. You have passion about that new business. And you want to share with the people you love. And sometimes those people will be your biggest critics. They'll tell you you're stupid. You're crazy. I can't believe. Not again. Oh, no, Mike. Are you serious? And yes, you're serious. You went to the meeting. You saw the presentation. Your heart started beating fast. Your palms started sweating. You may have started crying. You got it. And so now you want to convert those people and bring them into the fold and make them understand how powerful it is. And sometimes they will try to steal your dream, the launch. And you get that business and it's making $50 a month. <laughs> You were working so hard for 90 days, and you got that thing to $250 a month. And you even start to doubt yourself in the launch phase. And man, you're talking to people, and they're telling you no. You're trying to pick your cell phone up and make a call, and that phone weighs a ton. And you write your list, and you're now second-guessing, should I call Dr. Jones? Man, it's difficult. I know. That first phase, you might talk to 300 people and only sponsor 30. It's difficult. That's the challenge. That launch is where most people, they don't have the heart to keep going because they expected it to go faster. And it starts to drag. You know, it took me 103 days to launch my business to a place where I could replace my full-time income. And I was a mortgage banker managing three branches. For some people, it might take you three years in that launch phase. Trust me, it will be worth it because if you can ever get it to launch where it's paying you consistently week after week, a full-time income, you go into phase two. Phase two is just as challenging because you're dealing with a lot of people helping them launch. You become the leader. You go from the launch to the leader. Now, I'm not saying going to management. Never become a manager in your networking business. What do I mean by that? You sponsor three or four people, and now you're trying to manage them to success. You're trying to help them. You're trying to, to, to coach them and develop them, and you stop recruiting yourself. Now you're, come on, guys. Why y'all not doing nothing? What's wrong with y'all? You're looking at your team, wondering why they're not doing what you did. Why you don't have your four? Why you don't have your 10? Why you don't have your 30? You're managing your team. Instead of staying in the launch phase mentally, where you're always recruiting, bringing in new people, new prospects, adding new people to the funnel, creating more spillover for your team, 
Rather than staying in that phase mentally, now you're in this phase of managing. Hey, I got mine, I'm the boss. See, in this industry is so incredible that now you're leading people, but you're not the boss. <laughs> you can't tell anybody what to do. Boy, if we could make people do stuff in this industry, all of us would be millionaires in a matter of weeks, but you can't. You've gotta be patient to let them grow. I love what my senior partner, Mr. Ty Best says, give yourself time to succeed and then give your team time to succeed. You started sponsoring people, you launched your business, and now you're trying to, to watch other people on your team launch. And that's when you become the leader, not the manager. You're not making calls, you're receiving calls. They're calling you, they're demanding of your time. And you're trying to still build and launch and you're still trying to talk to more people, you're staying in launch phase mentally, but your business is growing so rapidly until the people on your team need you now. You're the leader. They force you into leadership. And you've got to be ready. So you've got to be reading books, listening to positive audio, looking at your senior partners, the people ahead of you, and watching what they're doing. You've got to improve yourself. You've got to learn how to have diplomacy. You've got to learn how to weed out things that hurt your business, like talking about politics or talking about religion or talking about ethnicity. You've got to become well-rounded. You've got to learn how to accept people for who they are. You've got to be a leader. You've got to learn some more people skills. You've got to learn how not to argue and be quarrelsome with your team members and other people around you, sidelined from you. You've got to learn how to be a team player. You've got to learn how to go to the live events and sit in the meeting. Don't sit outside now because you've launched. You've got to be in the meeting, clapping for all the highlights, laughing at all the jokes you've heard before. You've got to be a leader. You've got to be on all the conference calls. You've got to send text messages to your team while you're still launching, staying in launch phase, phase one. You've got to stay in phase one for the rest of your life, even though you're going to go through the other phases. Be and Mr. Best just the other day when he said, man, his mind was blown when he said, listen, roses and weeds grow in the same dirt. Same dirt, same environment. The same environment. They Both of them had the opportunity to get the same water, the same nutrients from the soil, and, and some of them grew as weeds and some of them grew as beautiful roses. The same thing happens with us as people and opportunities and business and the whole nine. Why is it that some people excel and be masters and be great and be, you know, and some people just struggle. Some people go through that diaspora. It's just like, I don't, you know, that's the, that's the clouded part that goes in there. But what I'm trying to convey is to the persons or the people that don't have the patience. Like you don't realize that you're calling me. You want me to stop doing, you want me to stop doing everything that I'm doing right now at this moment for you and don't even realize I was just getting ready to get on the toilet. But you want me to stop right now. Call, I got I got somebody I want you to talk to. And I'm like, bro, I just sat down to eat. But I ain't all day. You done been on your third meal. You done loved up on your children and your family. You know? And this is my 50th call. But you want me to stop in the moment that I'm like, give me 15 minutes. Man, you ain't got time to help me build my business. What? 
or when you send me a message to say this is going this far or this was an error or something happened and I didn't send it up the chain of command quick enough for you. So now you just bypass the protocol and you send the message. Well, you should have just sent the message in the first guy. Dog on plate. And so we go through these idiosyncrasies where people just don't have no patience. You try to micromanage the miracle to the to the aspect that you it's all about you and you ain't even thinking about nobody else around you. You ain't you failed to realize that when your money got messed up two weeks ago, so did mine. But you so concerned about you, 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 you. Well, guess what? I learned a long time that there's no big eyes and little U's. I learned a long time ago in this business that if I thought me more about somebody else and help them get what they want, guess what? I could get what I want and need by default. Maybe that just has not settled on the best part of your plan. And so therefore, here we are at four o'clock in the a.m. trying to pour into that one individual who's willing to say, you know what? I'm willing to be coachable and I'm willing to see the pain and I'm willing to go through the pains of getting on the other side because guess what? What else you got? What's your other plan? You know, Kevin, you were talking about uh, being patient. Mr. Best always says this. I love this statement. This statement has angered me and I've been free for the last eight years. Give yourself time to succeed and give your team time to succeed. Most people leave out that second one. I hear him quote Mr. Best, but see, I'm a real mentee. I'm a real mentee. Like I, I almost, sometimes I actually try to talk like Mr. Best. Like I love that dude, okay? He said, give yourself time to succeed. And that's what most people say. But he also says, give your team time to succeed. See, that plan where they go, ah, ah, that one, ours is opposite. Ours is time, 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 win. But look, watch, uh, watch real close. I can't really explain it like I can illustrate it. Give yourself time, give yourself time, give yourself time. You succeed. The people coming behind you, they're not going to fall off a cliff. But you're up here succeeding. You still got to give them time. They succeed. You can't celebrate. See, it's a whole different game. I could draw a graph for y'all. And in networking, in, in the marketing industry, you're going like this. Where somebody on a job, they might seem stable. They're going like this. And you're going like this. And you're steadily catching them. And it'll take you a long time sometimes to catch up. And people call you stupid, you ignorant, that old pyramid, that old stupid. And they still, they don't realize they, they're on a slow boil. They're getting cooked in the squat. They at work, they get a 2% increase every year. They're getting cooked because inflation is 8%. They're getting broker and broker every year. And here you go, taking a chance, getting ridiculed and called stupid. And you finally catch them. And then you exceed and you go past them, man, you don't work. And now, rather than enjoying you, well, anyway. Man, listen, I'm so glad you hit it on that point right there, Coach, because, you know, like you said, eight years of freedom for you, and I'm working on about three or four years of freedom for me. Where I literally, every single day, I wake up when I'm finished sleeping. And I'm the youngest of nine siblings, eight of which are still here right now. 
and they literally see me every day traveling the world just came back from Dubai where we stayed almost two weeks no problems no issues and they still won't even take a peek they still just I mean it's just so disheartening so so Kevin no but what we're saying now it makes it sound like people shouldn't even do this like like we're showing them the raw of this business that the people look look at all the stuff you got the people that are looking at you and they you know like my beautiful sister Rochelle Lawrence she's in South Africa I put her picture and comment on screen good morning to you sis and she's after this thing and you got you got people who really want to do it but they don't want to be coached and trained they don't want to get on the call so they're dragging on you and you got people who weren't believers in the first place and they just talking at it and now they bad mouthing it and you got the hater group they have the right to hate they have a right to their opinion but they dogging you on facebook and they putting out fake news about your company and then you got all the people that are real believers the hardcore that are really pushing and you, the, the the negative is throwing darts at them and hurting them and their potential and then you connect it with the company you see their heart for the people Man, all this stuff. And like Christopher Boyd, he said, they, la- they laugh as for going after your dreams, but they'll cry later when, we, when they're still working, right? And so you got all this stuff in your head, and really all you want to do is take care of your family and build a legacy so the next generation is a little bit better off than you. That's really your goal, right? And all this stuff, all the negative that it sounds like we're saying, what's your other plan? Like, take everything that we've said. We didn't bring the rose-colored glasses tonight. We brought the real, we, took, we put on the clear spectacles, you know, the binoculars. We want you to see clearly that this is not a perfect industry. Right. Not by far. It's got a lot of flaws. Yeah. Me and Kevin up at 3 or 4 in the morning. Can't sleep because we got all this vision in our minds and all the people we want to help him. He signed up a new group. And they got some fire. And he had texted me, asking me, could I be on a stream with him at 9 in the morning? It's already 4. I guess we're just going to stay up till 9. <laughs> and look, he's asking me, can I be on with him at 9 to talk to his VIP meeting? And I'm already scheduled for 9 with somebody on his team for a VIP meeting. It just lets me know we're doing the right thing. You just sometimes need somebody to say, me too. That's three. But I see three primary phases. Uh...